Washington, D.C. Amen. Praise the Lord God. Amen. Wonderful service the Lord gave us this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm a little hoarse, you might tell that from this morning. Probably will be more than likely a little bit more hoarse after this evening. But that's all right. That's what preachers do. Amen. So good to see you this evening. Amen. We have several folks that are qualified to preach, and I could have been very easily to stay home with my wife, and, but I just, just, I just, I have to be here. God's laid things on my heart, and there'll come a time where I won't be preaching at all. So, as long as the Lord will give me strength this evening and lay things in my heart, I want to do my best to sow them to you. There'll come a time for others. Amen. Praise God. Right now, we need so many things done in the church. I've got two ministers back there working the PA and working the camera live stream. So, I appreciate their efforts as well. Amen. Tonight, I'm, I'm going to somehow convey to you the situation that we have found ourselves in as a church body. I believe it was just last Sunday, a week ago, that I stood behind this pulpit and basically said that God had spoken to me Saturday that it will begin tomorrow. Got up Sunday morning, he said it has begun. I'm telling you, it has begun. Some of you don't know the half of it. I probably don't know all the things that are taking place, but what I do know is this church is under an assault, an all-out assault from the adversary of our soul. Right. What I do not know is if it's sin in the camp or because revival is around the corner. That I do not know for sure. So tonight I'm going to be reading in the book of Ezekiel chapter number 13. Starting with verse number 1, going to verse number 5. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy. And say thou unto them that prophesy of their own hearts, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets, that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the desert. You have not gone up into the gaps. Neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. You may be seated. I'm going to read to you another couple of verses, I believe, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 22. One verse there, verse number 30. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. I've read to you two different passages out of the same book from the same prophet. One is looking for a man to stand in the breach, an opening that made the fortress of the church weak, where an invasion army could penetrate 
and begin to devour those within the walls. The other verse of Scripture is basically, is there an intercessor that would stand in this particular place of weakness and intercede for the people of God that may have sinned, whether it be purposely or inadvertently? Either way, we need a gap filler. Somebody has got to make up their mind that enough is enough. Don't wait till it comes to your house. Right. Don't wait until trouble knocks on your door or you make the wrong choice and bring trouble upon you. Or the doctor says you've got to have surgery. Or the boss says uh, that basically your whole work schedule is going to be changed. Don't wait for that moment. Now is the time for somebody again to reach down within them and say, God, send me. Let me stand in this place of weakness. This place that has been broken. This place that the enemy could gain access and begin to cause havoc in the church of the living God. I can tell by some of your faces that you're in deep thought. Maybe not even about the message, but about your own situation that you may be struggling with. I'm telling you right now, we have an enemy. Right, amen. I said we have an enemy. He is not going to hide. That's right. He's not going to run from us. Right, right. If he does, it'll be just for a season until he finds a weakness so that he can crawl back in and sneak back in and begin to hit somebody at least expecting anything from the adversary. We need to be sober. We need to be vigilant because our adversary is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. The Bible says he can take you captive at his will. It is time to understand that we are in a war. Right. Amen. God is looking for someone in the church body that will say, God, no matter what the attack, no matter what the pain, no matter what the adversity, no matter what the tribulation, I am willing to stand guard right here in this opening. And if the enemy is going to touch someone in the body, it's going to have to first touch me. Very serious message the Lord has laid on my heart. All right. It is time to fight. Amen. We do not fight with flesh and blood. Right. We do not fight a fight with physical hands right. or physical weapons. But we fight a fight in prayer, fasting, and dedication. Amen. Somehow the church has forgot about the importance of being faithful. Right. Do you understand that if that person, whoever that person is, told God, I'll be the one to go there and send God, I'll sound the alarm, which was given Sunday. And before the enemy could do any, any damage, He would first have to attack me. If that person 
I really don't know. Have you got a lot of Article 15 for some of you that don't know that's a punishment? They take money from you. You had any money taken from you? You say, no. How many things have broken down? Right. It's not all because of an Article 15. It's just because the enemy's working. It's just because of life. I came home Friday from the hospital. Came home just a little bit early. My wife's worried about me. Go home and rest. I get there. What do I see? Water pouring out from my sprinkler system. Probably been running all day. Wow. My God. You ever had one of those days? Who's going to be the doctor? Who's going to be? Not just so weak. Not just when you feel in a good mood. Not just when everything's going your way, you're going to shout. How about, how about doing something for the Lord? Shout when you don't feel like it. Amen. Amen. I have, there's been times in services, there was nothing that I could feel. There was no Holy Ghost working, no anointing working. So I just made up my mind, I'm going to shout anyway. I'm going to worship anyway. I'm going to begin to praise God anyhow. I'm going to tell you something. God inhabits the praises of His people. Not just when you feel like praising Him. It is time that we get consistent in our walk with God. Amen. I agree. Get filling. I don't know how long this is going to last. I really didn't know. I told you I didn't know what it meant. We've been knowing my wife going to have surgery for a long time, but what day was it, Sister Mindy, that all of a sudden you find yourself in the ER? I believe it was Thursday, wasn't it? Or was no, it was Wednesday. You didn't have any clue. Thank God he revealed it. Thank God he had spoken already. And I don't understand why the house is not full for those that were here this morning. I, I cannot. I can't for the life of me figure that out. Right. You know, you know that this is where you need to be. There's nothing more important than being in the house of God. You better hear me right now. There is nothing more important than being in the house of God. Somebody's life depends on you being here. Amen. I don't see how a child of God, whether it's a Mother's Day or Father's Day, it doesn't matter. Right. There is nothing more important. That's right. I don't, I don't understand it. And you'll never be able to help me understand it. How we can be in church Sunday morning and begin to feel the presence of God and know the importance of and come for prayer and worship God and then without a legitimate reason just not be in the house of God. Right. Amen. I, I don't understand that. We need a gap filler. We need a gap filler. Yeah, he's okay. Because God warned us and God is for us. But the next person may not be okay. That's right. right. Amen. Do you understand something? That when he, the enemy, attacks your finances, it hurts the church as well? That's right. right. Amen. 
when he attacks your health, it hurts the church as well. That's right. Amen. My wife need be here, not being here, that we miss her. There's a vacancy. Right. Scotty Amen. not being up there playing, Amen. there's a vacancy. And that vacancy is a gap. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a gap. Every one of us need to be here. I don't know what your place is. I have no idea. Well, pastor, this is not what I want. I want this. Listen, God puts you where you're at. Show yourself faithful. And then you get another position. Do you understand what I'm saying? you got to be faithful. I don't care how long it takes. Be faithful in the little things. If it's just a little hole, be faithful. If it's a big hole, be faithful. you got to got to get to the point in our prayer life that we say, devil, if you want to get anybody else, you're going to have to get me first. Because God is going to use me to face you and pray and tell you I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. Get your hands off of the precious people of God. There is something about fighting a spiritual battle that you and I seem to be more quick to quit than if we were fighting a physical battle. Right. If somebody jumped on you, you wouldn't be able to stop fighting <laughs> until either you were out or they were out. Yep. Amen. But with the enemy, we give up way before the battle was even halfway over. Why? Why? Can anybody know you do? Because it's an unseen enemy. Right. It's an enemy of emotion. It's an enemy of thoughts. Can I say it this way? It's an enemy of assumptions. Right. Assuming things that are just not true. Oh my. Gap building. Gap building. Oh my. If just somebody, if just somebody can hear me, allow the Lord to move upon you day and night. Be ready. Be ready. You know, you can pray at work too without opening your mouth. Right. Your mind can hurt his table. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, don't give place to the devil. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 9 basically says, cast all your cares upon him. For he careth for you. Amen. Read evangelist loud and clear. Be sober. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. You know what that means? Show up on time. Be dressed right. Right in your mind. Ready to work. Ready to fight. Ready to pray. Ready to worship. Oh, I pray God gets me to a place where I can lift my hands tonight. That's the wrong kind of mindset. Right. Amen. Because your adversary, the devil. The devil is our adversary as a roaring lion. Walking about, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for the gap. 
He's looking for the situation. Do you understand? Hear me right now. Do you understand the enemy will move on the secular people of your job and your neighborhood and your family that don't know God like you know God right. and begin to implant things in them to do things to stir you up uh, and hurt you? Do you understand? That's why it's important to pray for your employer, to pray for your boss, to pray for your workplace, to pray for your school, to pray for those in leadership. Do you understand the enemy can mess with their minds? Right. If he can enter Judas's heart, at the Last Supper, he can do things to people without the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm telling you, he is someone that is looking. He's listening. He hears what you say. He sees your actions. you were to know that if you would get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to pray and by doing so you could save a loved one from death. Would you do it? That's right. Amen. I want to believe you that I had a hard time. Because to be honest with you, there was an inner circle that went with Jesus Christ to a garden called Gethsemane. Right. And they could not pray with him one hour. Right. So even if God was to tell you right now, if you don't get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and pray, I want you to say God's already told us, watch and pray. For you know not the day. All right. He's already told us to be vigilant and sober. There's going to be times that you may be late. But don't make it a way of living. All right. Right. Amen. You don't know how many times I have thought about. I'm getting a little bit older. And so getting up early all the time, seven days a week, takes its toll. Right. Oh, maybe I could change Sunday morning prayer to seven o'clock and we would see more people come. Maybe, maybe I could just change it to eight o'clock and maybe maybe I just cancel it all together. There's only three or four of us that come. But something in me as a soldier says, no! If there's just one of us here seeking God early for the service, showing God that we're committed, showing God that we're willing to sacrifice the needed rest and sleep, showing God that I'm willing to stand in the gap, I'm willing to be right there at the hole, at the breach, I'm willing, God. Yes, I'm here. I hope that this message causes you to look down in your own soul. Because it has begun. Who will be next? Who will make the next wrong choice? Who will walk into work 
and their whole schedule will be changed. Who will be next to be in the ER? Who will be next? The doctor says you're going to have to get this out. Who's going to be next? When the heartache comes knocking on your door. Right. The enemy that is against us is sneaky. He's a coward. But don't underestimate him. Right. We have power over him, no doubt. He knows it. But if no one's on guard duty, he has no obstruction right. whatsoever. Amen. How many soldiers have been killed in their Because somebody wasn't at their post. Right. Yeah. How many children of the Lord have been taken out because somebody wasn't at their post? Somebody didn't pray a little longer. Somebody didn't get up from their seat when God prompted you to get up and dance, get up and run, get up and raise your hands, get up and shout. Get up and come to the altar, but you sit there waiting for someone else. You cannot be a gap filler waiting on someone else. You gotta say, God, here am I. Send me. People are not afflicted in just a momentary whim. The enemy is organized. Hear me. There's order in his camp. Right. There's a structure in his camp. Yeah. You won't read one time, one time in the book where any, any demons ever argue among themselves. Ever begin to talk about their commander in chief. You right. won't find them saying, not me, send somebody else. You won't find them any divisions or decisions. And that's why they have a frontal and they have a together tack against us. Why can't we be the same? Why is it that we are always trusting and being critical? We are not together in one mind and one accord. It is high time that we get together and form our arms together and say, devil, you're not doing this anymore. Amen. We need a gap filled. Whether it be because the enemy is roaring or whether it be because sin in the camp. You know. You know where you're at. We need a gap filler. We need an intercessor. We need someone to say, okay, I'm watching. You are not getting past me without an alarm. Is there anybody, don't raise your hand, anybody, anybody took what I said Sunday morning seriously? Last Sunday morning, did anybody say, I wonder what it really means. It is begun. Is it good or is it bad? 
all things work together for good. So no matter what it was, it was going to be good. It may have been a trial. It may have been a battle. And friend, we're there. Did anybody go home and say, I better got to pray because we don't know what it is. My pastor wouldn't have said that if it really wasn't. I'm telling you, God told us. He gave us a warning. What are we doing with it? Right. right. Amen. We need a gap filler. We need a gap filler. I've been praying about this. I've been praying about this. My own family has been touched for six months ago. God has sustained us. God has saw us through. But it's taking its toll, but we're going to remove So I've come to the point, and this is a dangerous thing to do, but I've come to the point Devil, the next attack, if anything happens, let it happen to me. I am serious about helping each one of you live for God. Thank you, Lord. I am serious about you getting to the fullest in the Lord that you gave me to get. Whether you are or not. Right. Devil, I'm going to be there in that gap. I'm speaking, Brother Gilman. I'm going to be there in that gap. Here I am, devil. Are you willing to say that? Are you willing for the devil to know that the next attack, devil, attack me? Something to think about, isn't it? What you're afraid of. Right. Right? Amen. If you're where you need to be with God, what's your prayer? Yeah, to die is gain. In Old Town with Job, God let the devil take all his possessions, then his children. And then finally, he attacked him. But the end was what? Better. I don't know about you, but I'd love to see Tom. I don't know about you, but I would like to look at it on a Sunday morning and a Sunday night and see instead of 100 average, 200 average. I'd love to see those uh, that came in that hadn't been in a while this morning to keep coming back, wouldn't you? I'd love to see them sit here and begin to receive the word of the Lord, wouldn't you? But it's going to take devil. Here am I. I'm not talking arrogancy. I'm not talking something of lifting up in pride. I know in whom I believe, and the devil can't do anything to me that God won't allow. And so if I'm willing to stand and say, devil, attack me, I know that my God will tell it, this is what you can do and only what you can do. Right, and so right. I'm going to be all right regardless. Even if God lets you take my life, I'm going to be all right. Right. Amen. Somebody needs to stand in the gap. Somebody needs to stand in the gap. As we stand this evening, this message has been on my heart. It's high time we awake and fight. 
high time we look for the weakness. You say you don't know? Then look in your own life. You have a weakness in your own life. Come on, somebody. That's a gap. That's a breach. A weakness in your own life. Maybe your weakness is what you watch or what you listen to or what you allow your children to play at home. Every one of us need to sure up our life and walk with God. Every single one of us need to realize the enemy will look for something as simple since today was Mother's Day. And we passed out cupcakes. He will look for something as simple as a cupcake to try to destroy you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord help you. May the Lord undergird you. May the Lord reveal to you where you can stand in the gap in your own life. And be willing to lay down your life, if need be, for a brother and sister that you may not even know who you are in this church. If we only knew the force and the army and the power that we have, we are more than confident. And the enemy, really truly, can do nothing to us if we're united and played up. And look in our life what we need. To improve. Don't forget tonight to reveal gender. Also, the youth fellowship, the altars are open. I have no music this evening. You can come, pray if you'd like, seek the Lord where you're at, whatever the case. It's through in the Welcome Center. Continue if you're able to help the youth. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord shine his face upon you. Myself and Brother Louis Delion will be leaving Wednesday morning going to Arkansas for their state conference. You say, your wife just got out of the hospital. She's still not doing well. She told me, I want you to go because I have responsibilities. And so as long as there's no relapse, I'll be getting in a car. And I'll be going to serve the Lord. You see, I am sold out to Jesus. I am committed. He means everything to me. I know what I am. I know where he brought me from. I know I'm a man of unclean lips. I know I'm a wretch. I know all those things. To whom he forgives much, that one loves much. Think about it. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord goes to the play and pray as long as you like. Love you.